Welcome back to another episode of the Jacob Eliason podcast. My name is Jacob, and I am the host of this show. What is this, episode number six? Yeah, I think there's five other ones out. That means you've got five other podcasts that you need to go listen to while you're trapped inside, just like I am. This is a very special episode, number one, because every new episode is a very special episode. And number two, I'm recording in front of my first live audience. That's right. My wife is in the house and she can hear me because, well, what else does she have to do right now? We're both stuck here together. And uh, I bring this up because most of the time when I sit down to record these, uh, actually every time I've sat down to record one of these, um, I'm the only person in the house or for a brief period, the only person awake. Why? Because I have rituals that I follow. My recording environment has to be absolutely perfect. I need coffee because I love coffee. One dash of hazelnut creamer. Also, I need a big cup of water sitting beside me as well uh, for when your boy's mouth gets dry. And I need about 10 minutes of absolute pure silence before pressing that big red button so I can meditate on my thoughts. And the air in the house must be 70 degrees, no more, no less. I'm just kidding. Um, It actually just makes me... (laughs) nervous to record when someone else is in the house. I don't know why. I don't understand. Um, but actually, I do do all of those things I mentioned <laughs> mentioned above. Anyway, that's weird. Uh, but the fact that she's sitting here listening to everything that I'm saying is a symbol of kind of everything going on right now in the world. And it's the word that I just said. Things are just weird. You know, and it's not really working from home uh, that that seems to be the, the new thing that we've had to adjust with because I've been working from home for almost six months now and she does a handful of stuff at home during the week. So that that's something that we just kind of transitioned to more. Um, but the big thing is that we just can't go anywhere else and people can't come over and we can't go over to others' house. I mean, we can, we're choosing not to, right? Instead of outside of necessary trips, we're just staying here. You know, we uh, we actually got so bored that we counted every grocery that we had. And uh, based on the last couple trips that we went, we have enough for like 16 or 17 days. So, well, that's just and that's just dinner. So I think we're good. So we're just going to stay put. We're in it for the long haul. Friends aren't coming over. We're not going over there. But I tell you all that because it brings me to what I'm going to talk about on today's episode. Because right now. Uh, especially what I'm seeing and what I imagine is happening um, based on just kind of how we are right now too, just we're alone. And even though I'm I'm lucky and blessed to have my wife here with me, still, we're just alone. We can't see the friends we normally see. We can't go see the family that we normally see. You know, we're trying to do our part and be responsible. And, you know, it takes me, like the way that I'm having to adjust and, you know, for lack of a better words, find things to do and keep myself busy Uh, when I otherwise would be, takes me back to me growing up. And I see a lot of similarities, and I've adjusted pretty well to this whole uh, lifestyle of working from home and and being alone all the time. And really, you you know, I got to thinking over the last couple weeks, mostly because I'm sitting here and uh, I have time and I just start thinking about different things and connecting dots. And and the thing that I started trying to connect over the past few days is – that I'm kind of used to being alone. And that sounds weird. And, and, and I, again, I'm married 
and my wife, I love having her around and she's always here. Um, and I don't mean it in, in, in like that sense, but as far as doing life and navigating things and situations, I've pretty much always been alone. Um, and the reason is I was an only child. Uh, I grew up an only child, no brothers, no sisters. And it was a pretty small family other than obviously holidays and maybe a random occasion throughout the year. It was pretty much me, my mom and my dad for the majority of my life. And even when we did gather, those gatherings were relatively small compared to a lot of families and my friends' families and things like that. And I know that that's a silly comparison to make comparing the size of families, but I just say all that to say our family was small and pretty spread out. So the very few people in my family, cousins and such, that were close to my age that I would hang out with, I barely even got to see. And this was way before, well, not way before, it all kind of happened fast, but this was before we could communicate over text message or Facebook Messenger, or, you know, this was before the time that we could really connect that quickly. And it brings me to something that I want to just point out here. I was thinking about it, and millennials, we really haven't spent our entire lives on devices. That's Gen Z. We've spent most of our lives on devices, but my argument is really that we were introduced to devices and technology in the internet at a point in our lives where we had time to waste or invest, however you want to look at it, getting involved with it. So if you look at the millennial generation, the front end of that generation is kind of almost, you know, 40 year olds. And at that point, when things, you know, the Y2K hit, they were like 20. So they're in their early 20s, just finishing high school, early college. And so they had limited responsibilities, most of them, and had time to spend investing in technology. Because what did we do with our free time before technology came along? And it's also worth noting that I think this is an advantage. We're the only generation to come up alongside the internet. Think about that. We came of age when the internet came of age. End rant. But, you know, growing up, like, obviously, I spent a lot of time doing social activities and playing sports and being with friends and had tons of contact with other humans through sports and school and extracurricular activities. You know, here's a side note. When did extracurricular activities not be the term and hobbies become the term? Is that like an adult thing? Like once you get out of school or organized anything, it turns into a hobby instead of an extracurricular activity or a volunteer work instead of an extracurricular activity? Anyway, regardless, lots of social involvement um, that I experience and, and I still do to this day. I've always been fairly social. But now when I look back, and see so, how like so many different important pieces of me, so many decisions and uh, that I had to make, and experiences that I had growing up, and and you know memories. A lot of that were built as a result of me kind of just being alone and with myself and my own thoughts, and uh, that childlike creativity inspired by boredom that I always had, and my ability to find things and learn it and figure it out and move on to the next thing when I was bored. Um, and that was because I never wanted to be bored. So I just start learning new things on the fly and figuring things out. And as I came, you know, into like fifth and sixth grade, MS and messenger and things like that were happening. And so then I was on the internet chatting with friends. Cause if I had to be home because I couldn't go drive anywhere, uh, I was in fifth grade. And if I wasn't like playing outside or was just inside, now I had an outlet to keep communicating with those people. And so, you know, I just look at my, you know, 
enthusiasm for the internet and social media and, and digital marketing and, and how the world is moving. And I just see so much of that in sixth grade, seventh grade me who was just playing on the computer because he was alone and passing time by learning new things. Uh, so I'm going to be honest with you. The social distancing thing is something that I think that I've needed in my life for a while. And that may be true with some of you listening too. Now, understand that I absolutely hate that the reason, the reason that this is happening. I understand the consequences on all fronts and I'm doing my best to play my part to keep people safe and to keep the world turning. But this is something mentally and probably spiritually and emotionally that I've needed in my life for a long time. And so I'm kind of making the most of it or I'm attempting to make the most of it. And I'm cherishing the time that I've got that is more time than historically people have ever gotten to spend, you know, away from work and away from responsibilities in a whole and just kind of burrow down and be with people. And also know that there's not a, there's a lot of people who may not be hunkering down and being with people. It may be actually alone. And I encourage you to use the social networks, use the people, the tools that are out there to start connecting with people. We're all having to connect with people the same way now. So you're no different than the next person. I'm having to call my buddies on FaceTime while we play solitaire online together. And just to be clear, this isn't something that I've learned in the last 96 hours of being sitting in a corner bored. And it's not even something that I learned since I started the social distancing practice. Even though it feels kind of like I haven't moved in eight weeks and my vehicle certainly hasn't moved in eight weeks, probably more than that. It's actually only been a few days, almost a week. And so as I'm thinking about this, I'm like, you know what? I'm over here searching how to be alone, <laughs> like how to, how, like with things that I can do with friends online to keep myself busy. And I'm trying to find those outlets. And, you know, I was like, I bet there's so many people who are just thinking, how in the world can, should I be alone? How can I be alone? I'm not used to this. Lots of extroverts that have never experienced this before. Well, who better to offer you a few tips than the kid who spent most of his life in your shoes right now? Being alone is really something that after college became something that I started craving. Um, and I never really connected it back at this point to, you know, growing up and that kind of being where a lot of my life was built. Um, but it was more because of the consistent realization that the real world was about to kick my ass that I started getting, getting anxiety in like social situations, public situations. You know, if we were out, um, hanging out on a Friday night or we went to a restaurant or to a bar or whatever the case may be, you know, if I didn't have my vehicle and I couldn't get out of there when I wanted to, I would start getting anxiety bad. And so basically it just got to this point where I knew at a certain point being out in public and in a social setting, um, that I would start kind of freaking out and just need to go home. You know, if you see those memes on like, the internet. <laughs> like if you see memes on Twitter and Facebook and stuff where it's like somebody at the, at the club with like a beer in their hand and then, but their eyes are like deer in the headlights. That's been me before. Um, that's been me. I just, nobody ever got it on picture. And, um, think of it like when the Sunday scaries hit that meme, 
that started to happen to me and I'd, I would just, I would freak out and I would need to go home. And, um, you know, that was a difficult part of my life because at the, you know, a lot of times when that's happening, you don't know what you're freaking out about. And that's the crazy thing about anxiety is that you just don't, you don't, sometimes you don't know what you're freaking out about, but you know, you can't control it. And that's the hardest part. I've always been someone who likes to have my hand involved and kind of know what's going on. And, you know, after, after college, after I graduated, realizing that I was not prepared, I started to freak out and back myself into a corner. And that's a very unhealthy spot to be in, as I would learn as a 22-year-old kid. But one thing I am thankful for, and that's kind of where all this connects, is during that time period when, when I would choose to go be alone and I would kind of just start freaking out in certain situations and need to go be alone or always want to be, you know, I never wanted to not drive because I always wanted to have my vehicle in case something happened or I freaked out and I needed to get home. And of course, no, I was not telling anybody about that stuff. Of course not. I would just find a reason to dip out and go home. But during those time periods, when I do go home and I am alone, well, what, what, what do I do? You know, what do I do to cure this, this freaking out mode? Well, I channeled what I did when I was a kid. I started to keep myself busy. I started to learn things. And I, I re-sparked that interest in learning stuff that I had when I was a kid. And that curiosity that allowed me to, you know, learn a whole lot about the internet and about everything digital at such an early age and communication with other people too. And what I realized was now that I was an adult and I was freaking out about kind of my future and, you know, what, what lies ahead in the unknown, I started going in a productive route, right? Reading books. Um, I mentioned a lot of these things in previous episodes, which you should go back and listen to if you enjoy this one at this point. Uh, but things like reading books and writing and studying um, studying things like marketing and online business and, and just observing how things are working, you know, in hopes that one day that I could break out of the mold, right? Break out of the, the anxiety, break out of the, you know, feeling kind of trapped, whatever, wh however you describe that. I was using that alone time to try to help me out of it. And today, right now, in this very moment, I believe that a lot of the progress that I've made in regards to you know, working to discover who it is that I want to be as a person and live the life that I want to live. And I believe that those things, you know, my progress personally is a direct result of this time that I was spent alone. Because what happens is when you start spending time alone and you start learning what interests you and learning what you're actually wanting to do during that time, then you start developing habits and, and plans and you start carving out different alone times to do certain things. And before, before you show up at my front door with pitchforks, I know and I'm aware that not everyone has the same set of responsibilities that I have. I am married. I do have a job. But I don't have kids yet. So I obviously can't sit here and preach about carving out new time, finding new time, that you should be carving out more time alone even though you have kids. No, I'm not saying that. All that I am saying is that I personally learned that the alone time that I had access to was insanely valuable to my life, no matter what flavor that comes in or how much time you can spend. 
I looked at my life and said, where are opportunities for alone time that I can start doing things and getting things done? And then I used that and made a plan and leveraged that into, you know, sometimes more alone time until I couldn't do that. But anyway, you know, I think of when I think of all the different things that I've done in my alone time and kind of the different avenues that I've gone, it's like, you know, prayer, meditation, reading books can calm the mind down so crazy fast if you let it and put your phone down, which is very difficult to do. I struggle with that too. But reading books can calm you down. It can re-energize you sometimes. And it fills you with new knowledge that you didn't have. And also, take a drive. Listen to the, to the music that motivates you and pumps you up or the podcast or the audio book that you're amped about that makes you want to do something big. Take the little one. Take her in the car. Take him in the car. I hear they like to sleep. I don't have kids, but I hear they like to sleep in car rides sometimes. I've also seen very not-so-fun car rides in videos, and, well, I've actually experienced a few with not my children. But take the kid. If the kid likes to ride in the car, take your kid. Or take your dog. One of the things that I love, and my dog Ruby, which I'm going to clarify in the previous episode... At the very beginning, I mentioned that I was in the studio with Ruby. That is my dog. That is not my wife. Ruby is my rescue dog that we got last summer, coming up on a year with us. And uh, I like to take my dog for rides. She destroys the inside of my car. Her claws get the leather. Um, but And there's definitely smears all over the window from her nose and her mouth when she's you know, looking out the window and all that kind of stuff and sniffing. Um, but take your dog. And just listen to the music. Listen to the podcast you want. Um, I can go into some of the music later, but just know that, that Post Malone makes very, very, very consistent appearances in those alone times driving around by myself or with my dog. And right now, there are so many companies offering services for free. There's online games that you can play with different friends. And yesterday I was playing... Um, Settlers of Catan or Catan. I'm not going to argue about how it's pronounced. I'm going to say Catan. Settlers of Catan online with my friend who is on FaceTime in the same screen. So I've got like a dual screen in my office and like three quarters of the screen was an online game of Catan. And the other quarter of the screen was like his face <laughs> on FaceTime. And uh, then we played Monopoly. And so it's like there's lots of these options out there. Play games online and just make an account with a fake email address so you don't get all their marketing messages and log in and tell your friend to log in and play. That'll, I mean, that'll give you an hour in the evenings. It's social. You can FaceTime together. But there's tons. And there's tons of like businesses offering services for free for a limited time. You know, streaming services are getting involved with this stuff with like 90 day free trials and stuff like that. I encourage you to go look for them. I can try to put together like a list of them that I know of on the website, on my website, jacobeliason.com, if you are not familiar. But I thought about going through some, but there's so many. I didn't really know which ones to talk about, and I didn't want to take up extra unnecessary time when you can't even click the link here anyway. So anyway, tons of people giving away free stuff, tons of opportunities. There's a Chrome Chrome extension called like Netflix Watch Party where you can like FaceTime with people and stream Netflix, and there's no lag time in the middle. So like you're seeing the same thing in real time so you can have discussions about it instead of, you know, FaceTiming and trying to be like, okay, three, two, one, okay, start. 
and hope you just start on time. Anyway, I haven't used that yet, but we're planning on it. We're trying to play board games over FaceTime with some people too. It's just being fun. It's being creative. And you know what my wife and I did yesterday? It was like the only day it hasn't rained here in Memphis in the last month and a half. And uh, we were outside in the front yard hitting a volleyball back and forth. And you talk about neighbors driving by like, oh, are they, are they outside playing a game together and not looking at their phones? And I was like, look, your guess is as good as mine. I didn't expect to be here either. <laughs> so, um, but we're just, we're just trying to, to, to pass that extra time with productive things or fun things to do together since we're both here. But anyway, what I want to do to close this podcast episode out is I want to challenge you in this time of being alone. Uh, one thing that I always, you know, I, my friends and I were at that age, I guess, where we have a lot of really deep conversations that, you know, this mid to late twenties into 30, you know, into early thirties, like friend group have a lot of really deep conversations about stuff. And one thing uh, that I always go back to, and we always go back to is just trying to find the positive in whatever the situation is. And so what I want to do now is even though we've, you know, kind of talked about the, the fact that we're just alone and how to kind of get through that. And hopefully this podcast serves as some kind of outlet so that you're not alone. But what I want to do is I want to challenge you to turn this into the most positive thing possible. And I think that right now is the best time in the history of the world and the most prime time in whatever the next even 18 months holds to take a gamble on yourself, to bet on yourself. And I say that because I've got experience in this department. I've been taking gambles on myself for years. I made a gamble up, uprooting and leaving and coming to a brand new city to chase a girl that I'd known for a week. It's not a week. That was a joke. It was more like a month. Anyway, I've been taking gambles on myself for years. And now I've even taken a more recent gamble of leaving a, a steady job to pursue, you know, not only the time freedom to go and make the move that I want to make, but also to do things like this. And it has been fruitful already, and it looks to be more fruitful in the future. And I'm excited to be sharing that journey here. But what I want to do is challenge you to bet on yourself. Right now, you have no choice but to be alone in a sense. Whether you're married and kids, like, you're just kind of still, you're in your house. You're in one spot. You're not moving. You're isolated. And I encourage you to use this time and this extra time that you may have to make a bet on yourself. And, you know, when I think about planning and prepping this episode, I was like, okay, so what are the different ways that I, like when I think about betting on myself or if someone was like, well, what do you mean bet on yourself? Like, here's like the main examples that I think resonate with me. Um, mostly, and hopefully this will give you a decent idea of kind of like where I'm headed, but, um, comes in kind of a bunch of different flavors. Maybe, maybe you've been interested in starting a side business. I think that's like the most obvious one right now. More time, people are working from home. If you've ever had a passion project or a business that you wanted to start on the side or on the online, you know, um, and maybe you've never quote unquote had time. Maybe you've been trying to get in shape. Maybe you're on your weight loss journey right now and uh, you're making progress, but this whole not being able to go to your gym thing has thrown a big wrench in it. You know, maybe you take a bet on yourself that you're going to figure it out and that you're going to keep going 
so that you hit your goal and don't ever even have to worry about this, this piece of life again, you know, or maybe, uh, you're, you're kind of like I was six months ago and, uh, actually kind of all these are similar for what some of the interests I have right now, but, um, or maybe you're kind of ready to leave the job you're in and maybe you've been thinking about it for a while and you've been looking for a time to jump. I'm not encouraging you to jump. Um, but every single person right now is spending more time on their phones and on their computer and on the internet right now. Internet usage is up like crazy. I think it's like 30% up already. And we just got started. Like we're just now sitting in for the long run on this bad boy. And so I'd argue that for the next couple of weeks, three weeks, four weeks, it's going to be easier than ever to actually connect with them. You know, whether that be on their social media platforms or email or, or whatever the case may be. And let me be clear. I'm not talking about salespeople trying to sell stuff in the middle of all this. I'm talking about like, if you're looking for new opportunities, you know, the industry is being shaken up right now. And depending on what it is that you do, if you're looking for a way out, I mean, LinkedIn, people are hanging out on LinkedIn. I'm messaging people like all the time on there right now. People are all on Twitter. Twitter usage is going up like crazy. And uh, you can connect with them. Athletes, entertainers, influencers, CEOs, business owners, and other areas that may have opportunities you never know but right now is the best time to communicate with them and if you've got a little bit more time than normal then maybe that's the route you go but anyway that's my thoughts when you grow up spending pretty much all of your time outside of school and sports kind of by yourself obviously with your parents but when you're I mean just kind of I was kind of by myself I had no option to, but to find stuff to do um, and I look back now and see how well I may benefit in this period of time as a result of that. Um, so, you know, fifth grade MSN Messenger late at night when I'm not supposed to be on MSN Messenger, like that version of me is in his element right now. And I'm just trying to take advantage of it in as many ways as I can. Oh, and one more thing. I bought a Nerf basketball goal to go over the door in my office. I've been playing with it a lot. So... If you would like to play virtual horse via Snapchat, you can add me on Snapchat, Elias and Jacob. Just make sure you're ready to catch these hands. <laughs> uh, I just had to plug that. I was like, I got to work the nerve hoop in somehow. I've had a lot of fun with it. But anyway, that's all I got. That's the show. Um, I think like every city in the country now is on like at least a 14-day lockdown at this point. I don't want to say lockdown. We're, we're, we're told to self-isolate and stay inside our homes for 14 weeks. Businesses are shutting down. It's, it's awful. Go support a local restaurant. Go support somebody. My wife and I are going to be grabbing food from a local joint multiple times this week. And uh, I hope you do the same and do your part and stay inside. Other than that, if you like the show, subscribe, leave a review, head over to my website, subscribe to my email list so you can get notified. And I'll leave you with this. We're going to be spending a lot of time together, but I'm so thankful I get to spend it with you. Until next time, I'm out.